Welcome to The Blind Side. News and information from a blindness perspective. Here's Jonathan Mosen. Welcome to episode 86, which is a special episode of The Blind Side podcast. It is a sad celebration. Unfortunately, we learned over the weekend of the death of Marlena Lieberg, who has made a contribution to the blind community in so many ways, whether it be through ACB Radio, her advocacy for guide dogs, her advocacy about all kinds of things, just as a wonderful human being. And I worked with Marlena, as I'll talk about in a moment, in the early days of ACB Radio and really felt the need to pay some tribute to her, to honour her amazing legacy and amazing life. Over the weekend, I put out a message on the Mosin Consulting blog and on the Blindside Community Forum asking for people to send in recollections of Marlena, whether they knew her personally or maybe knew her through ACB or as an ACB radio listener. We've got some wonderful responses back, and that's what this podcast is devoted to. We also have some other listener contributions on other matters. We'll be holding them until next week. This podcast is all about Marlena. But if you do want to contribute on other topics, remember the details to get in touch with us. The feedback line is 719-270-5114. That is in the United States, 719-270-5114. You can also email the blindside, all one word, at mosin.org. That's the blindside at mosin.org. We also have our blindside community, which has been very active this week, talking about a range of issues. If you want to find out how to subscribe to that, you can check the show notes. But if you don't have access to them for whatever reason, then you can subscribe to the group by sending a blank email to the blindside and then the plus symbol subscribe at groups.io. That info again, the blindside plus subscribe at groups.io. A reminder that, as with all of our episodes of The Blind Side now, you can skip between different segments of this podcast if you have a podcast app that supports chapters. Such apps include Overcast and Downcast on iOS. There are some Android options as well. That said, I'd like to begin with my thoughts on Marlena Lieberg. I first became aware of Marlena Lieberg from email lists we were both subscribed to back in the 90s. She was running her own technology consultancy company then, which from memory was called Traco. Just by reading her writing on email lists, I could tell that she was intelligent, articulate, and gregarious. When I was hired by the American Council of the Blind to start ACB Radio, we were desperate to get people involved, and Marlena was quick to contact me. I believe we used some long-forgotten voice chat technology, something like Hear Me or something like that, to discuss what it would take for her to be involved with ACB Radio and do the kind of program she wanted to do. Within just a few minutes of talking to her, I knew that Marlena and I were kindred spirits in terms of what we wanted ACB Radio to achieve. In an era long before social networks and some of the new forms of communication we have now, she understood the power of internet radio to bring blind people from all around the world together in a way that hadn't been possible before. She was passionate about being a part of it, and the fact that this was an ACB project just made it even more enticing because she was devoted to ACB. As we talked about the kinds of show that she might do, we settled on the fact that she'd like to do an interview program that concentrated on the human interest side of blindness. She wanted to find interesting people and interview them by phone. We're talking an era long before technologies like Skype and reliable ways of calling phone numbers over the internet. So I told her that the kind of program she was proposing 
would involve a significant investment in hardware. Ideally, she'd need a telephone hybrid, and most likely that would need to be connected to an audio mixer. I was concerned that this level of investment and technology might put Marlena off, but I was soon to learn that once Marlena had her mind set on something, she was never, ever easily put off anything. She went about buying the hardware and software she needed to put her program together, and she quickly learned how to use it with the help of her husband, Gary, who was quickly named the board guy. I remember a listener calling in one day and asking why Gary was bored, which caused Marlena to laugh and laugh. I'm sure one thing is true, Gary could never be bored with Marlena around. I taught Marlena Soundforge, and she was a quick study. From the moment Marlena got her first show called Blind Spot on the air, I was struck by a number of things. First, the audio quality and attention to technical detail. It was a well-produced, pre-recorded show. Second, Marlena was one of those people who clearly had a genuine interest in others. She would establish a great rapport with her interviewees and would let them talk, making them feel comfortable about telling their stories. She also had a unique and highly infectious laugh. Hi, this is Marlena Lieberg welcoming you to Blind Spot. Blind Spot is a series of programs heard this time each week on ACB Radio where we talk no tech, low tech kinds of things. If you've got an idea for something you'd like to hear on Blind Spot, why not drop me an email? My email address is Marlena, that's M A R L A I N A, at acbradio.org. I have many fond memories of getting to know Marlena in those early days of ACB Radio. The original episodes of Blind Spot were pre recorded, and she'd upload them to me using FTP, file transfer protocol. The files would come to me with the prefix BS, short for blind spot, followed by the date of production. I remember sending Marlena an email one day saying, Marlena, I see you've sent me more BS. She came back quick as a flash with some clever rejoinder. When Marlena and I met for the first time at the ACB convention in Louisville, Kentucky in 2000, she expressed surprise that she hadn't seen me light up a cigarette in her presence. I didn't know what she was on about because I haven't taken a puff of a cigarette in my life and I detest the smell of cigarette smoke. When I asked her how on earth she got the idea that I was a smoker, she said she could hear me lighting up when I was doing the Blind Line show. I finally worked out that what she was hearing was the click sound that Internet Explorer used to make back then when it was refreshing a page but because of the very low bandwidth we had to use to cater to listeners with dial-up modems in those days, the artefacts made it sound like somebody with a cigarette lighter. We both chuckled about that for years. In late 2000, I added a new stream to the ACB Radio family, ACB Radio Interactive. Marlena was super excited about this and eventually came on board with a range of shows, one of which was the softer side. I'm Marlena, and I would like to invite you to get wrapped up in something cozy, comfy, and cool, and join me for the softer side on ACB Radio Interactive, Mondays and Fridays, 15 to 18 UTC. 
I'll play music for your heart. Won't you join me? We had another broadcaster at ACB Radio Interactive, Matthew Janisoskis, who did a show called After Dark. And by coincidence, Marlena ended up working with Matthew at Humanware. They teamed up to do a show together called The Softer Side After Dark. Marlena later hosted a show called Time for Folks on ACB Radio Interactive, in which she invited people in for, quote, coffee and a virtual piece of pie, unquote. Marlena had just purchased an electronic harmonizer device, meaning that the promo she did for Time for Folks was one of the wackiest I ever heard on ACBRI. Not only was she a prolific contributor to many aspects of ACB Radio, she was also a regular and encouraging listener to other people's shows. Hosting early episodes of the Mosin Explosion on ACB Radio Interactive, I remember Marlena and Gary calling me on a regular basis from their RV in some amazing location. I loved seeing Marlena grow as a broadcaster and in technical confidence with the equipment. Eventually, Blindspot went live, and that show was rebranded The Marlena Show, which ran for many years. One of the many things I enjoyed about that show was her gadget recommendations. Some of them were high-tech, but a lot of them were not. It was Marlena, for example, who introduced me to the George Foreman Grill, and she was always keen to share knowledge of some new cooking gadget that she had discovered. She was also a tremendous source of encouragement to other people who expressed even the remotest interest in becoming involved with ACB Radio. She would mentor them, patiently answer their questions, and enthuse them when it all just seemed a bit too daunting. I was also in touch with Marlena after I left ACB Radio, and we were both involved with Humanware. I have many fond memories of spending time with both Marlena and Gary. I was an alcohol drinker at the time, and she introduced me to a lovely Chardonnay from Washington State called Rumbar. She'd bring me some of that Chardonnay, and I'd bring her one of New Zealand's many fine wines. It was a lot of fun working with Marlena on promotions with ACB Radio when I was managing blindness products at Humanware. I believe we even gave away a Braille Node M Power, which generated enormous interest. When our mutual friend and my mentor, Russell Smith, the founder of Pulse Data Humanware, was tragically killed in a plane crash in 2005, Marlena did a warm, wonderful tribute to him, which all of us at Humanware really did appreciate at our time of loss and grief. I lost touch with Marlena for the most part, after I left Humanware to take up a position with Freedom Scientific towards the end of 2006. It's fair to say that Marlena was a staunch Window Eyes user and they were the competition at the time. And it was surreal to be the subject of one of Marlena's shows without actually being on it. When I left Humanware to join Freedom Scientific, it was an extremely controversial thing in the blind community. So Marlena decided to devote a two-hour show to letting people call in and discuss my job change, and call in they did. I seem to recall she was fairly gentle with me. When I think about words that describe Marlena, I think of passion, compassion, gusto, and sometimes intensely emotional. No matter what she was feeling, she felt it deeply. I last heard from Marlena back in November of 2016, and it was clear she wasn't in good health. She had purchased my Armadeus Pro tutorial, 
and wrote to say how much she was enjoying it. She reflected on the days when I taught her how to use SoundForge, and together we held a workshop at an ACB convention to teach it to others, an initiative that resulted in some of our best broadcasters, and Marlena was a fine teacher. In that last email, she mused, It all comes around again. And even though it was a written email, I could hear her distinctive voice saying it, and the smile that would have been in that voice. Marlena was one of ACB Radio's most loved personalities. She was a born natural, and I'm a richer person because our paths crossed. I know many listeners and fellow broadcasters feel the same way. I send my condolences to Gary and also my thanks to Gary for sharing Marlena with us and for his contribution to her success. They were a fantastic team. She signed off her last email to me with, In friendship, Marlena. What a privilege it has been having that friendship. Very shortly after Marlena's death, her local ACB chapter, which she loved so dearly, had a scheduled meeting. They recorded some of their thoughts on Marlena for this podcast. I'm very grateful to them for that. Hi, I'm Kevin Daniel. I'm president of the South King Council of the Blind, Marlena's chapter. She was instrumental in starting this chapter and making sure that it had legs. So, so much appreciate her for that. I just wanted to say that I'm so glad that she's in heaven advocating for angels. I do miss her advocating for us. But the fact that she's there doing that gives me peace, makes me smile. Marlena, please rest in peace. We love you. Hi, um, my name is Shannon Curry. Um, I am also in Marlena's uh, chapter, the South King Council of the Blind in, in Washington State. And actually, I came to be in that chapter because when I moved to Seattle, um, I was at a, a Washington Council of the Blind board meeting. And Marlena, and I told Marlena um, that I had moved to the area. And she said, well, you're going to join our chapter, right? And, as if there were other options that I might <laughs> consider in, in the giant city that is Seattle. But I, I did. I joined, I joined her, her chapter because she was a force of personality all by herself. And um, she was maybe one of the first people I ever really thought of as a blind celebrity when she had um, her show on ACB Radio Interactive. And so, you know, I really enjoyed listening to that. And then when I met her in person, it was just like, oh, I finally got to meet one of my, one of my heroes. And she was, and she's going to be greatly missed. Hi, my name is Mika White, and I am vice president of the South King Council of the Blind in Federal Way, Washington. And my first meeting with Marlena um, in 19, I'd probably say, yeah, in 1999, I went to Costa Rica and um, she interviewed me on her ACB radio show called The Blind Spot. And I, um, she was really great. I had no idea of what I was doing when I, when she was interviewing me there was, and I had much more of a Southern accent at that time. So as well, <laughs> um, but that's how I first got to know her. And, um, I would listen to that show often. Then I moved to Washington state and somehow I just never got the memo that she lived in Washington. So I got to meet her at a Washington council of the blind board meeting. And at that board meeting, I was like, 
Oh my God, that's Marlena. I didn't know she lived in this state. <laughs> um, so, you know, it just goes to show that there's so much interconnection within the blindness community. And the thing that I would like to leave with, um, with anyone who is listening, um, Marlena was a tireless advocate. She would advocate, she advocated for so much that helped to better the lives of blind people in Washington state, in Massachusetts, and all over the country. Um, and when we last saw her, which was at our Washington Council of the Blind board meeting, which is where I first met her, um, the biggest thing for me was that when she spoke, even though it was very difficult for her to speak, when she did speak, she spoke of um, her commitment to accessible prescription labeling. And she said, do not let this go. Do not let this do not let this fight finish after we all have worked so hard. And that is going to be the thing that I'm going to keep with me is that no matter what happens in terms of advocacy, um, whatever it is that we want, whatever it is that we need to help better the lives of blind people, we cannot let any of that go. And we have to continue to move forward. Hi, Jonathan. It's Kale. Um, wanted to leave uh, tribute, contribute to the uh, podcast for Marlena, but um, she was a very nice lady and very entertaining. I always loved listening to her um, when she would broadcast on ACBRI uh, when I had my days off of school. She was right before Kelly Spurge's Northern Light show <laughs> on, on Thursdays. Um, she did some great shows, and um, it was great to talk to her several times when I would call in to, um, to her Sunday night show once in a great while, um, if I had time to listen Um and I saw her three years ago now, two or three years, at our ACB convention um, for the state convention here in Hawaii. She was a guest, actually, for the national um, part of it. And I met her the first time in Louisville, Kentucky. Very nice lady. And um, she was great to have a, have along. I forget what ham radio call sign she went by, but she will be sadly missed. And um, rest in peace, Marlena. Love you, girl. This is Debbie Phillips, and I'm calling with a tribute for Marlena. Marlena was a vital, vivacious, passionate person, full of great ideas, a great sense of humor, and able to make a gathering just warm and wonderful. She had a great commitment to guide dog users of Washington State and to Guide Dog Users, Inc., as well as ACB and WCB. She was someone that I admired a lot, and she will certainly be missed within the WCB community and within ACB. Her tech knowledge was great. I can remember asking her questions about things and getting recommendations for what I might, might buy or shouldn't buy even. She was also someone who supported and encouraged me. Over the last few years, we weren't in much contact uh, because of a, just, well, time and places and, and things like that. 
but I always looked forward to reading her emails on the WCB list, and I always knew that she would have good and interesting things to add to any conversation. She will surely be missed. And Gary, you are a great guy. Hang in there. Here's a tribute to Marlena sent in by Charlie Crawford, who says, Hi, Jonathan and fellow Blindside listeners. First, let me thank you for the caring and acknowledgement you have shown for Marlena in making this tribute to her and her memory. While I have known Marlena for almost a half century, please let me share just a bit of my memories of her to try and share the truly dynamic and human person she was and will always be to me. I first arrived in Boston in the early 70s and really did not know anyone. I was told about a woman named Donna Vino who was blind and pretty active on the Boston scene. I called her and was blown away by her enthusiasm, friendliness, knowledge and connections to so many people and activities. We headed off very well, to the point where I called her Don Don and she called me Cha Cha. We got involved with a group of young blind folks, called ourselves the Blind Leadership Club, and our friendship deepened. Donna was happy all the time and would make up songs that she would sing while playing her guitar. One of those songs she called Happiness Is. It was a very sweet song about love and life. Since I was new to Boston and just getting involved with a group of blind folks, I once was standing outside a restaurant called Brigham's, which was on the corner of Broylston and Tremont Streets. Not sure of where I was, I just kind of blurted out in a loud voice, Where's Broylston Street? All the folks with me and Donna all thought that was hysterical, and she started calling me in a funny way, Blind Man. We have never forgotten that day and those sayings. Donna married a great guy named Todd, and while that marriage ended later on, they still regarded each other with respect and caring. Then came Gary. As Marlena told me, he was a disabled jet fighter pilot and one heck of a good guy. You guessed it, they got hitched, and she is survived by Gary to this very day. They made a great couple and worked for many good things throughout their lives together. Of course, the Don Don I knew became Mama once she changed her name to Marlena because her father had loved that name back before she was born. She never lost her appreciation of people, even as she became so busy with any number of activities, and I admired her from afar as I watched her grow and contribute to ACB and our guide dog users' activities. Lastly, I so admired Marlena that I asked her to join the Guide Dog Users Incorporated Advocacy and Legislative Committee, which I chair. She let me know that she would be glad to do what she could, even though she was facing serious health challenges at the time. I kept her advised of what was going on with the committee, and while I know she was thoroughly committed to getting things done, she just did not have the quality of health to do much of anything. Yet she persisted in keeping up with what was going on, and she shared the opportunity with others within her state to get involved with our committee. Currently, there are two new potential members, in part because of Marlena. Over Thanksgiving last year, a group of Marlena's friends from back in Massachusetts and I shared a video message to her from all of us. I heard that she very much enjoyed getting it, and one of the comments I made about having found Broylston Street. I not only found that, 
but with a tear in my eye, I remember having found a forever friend whom I will never forget. God bless you, Marlena, and may he give Gary and your little Nisha guide dog the strength to bid you farewell in a way that heals, even in the face of hurt. Charlie and Sue Crawford. Hey, Jonathan, this is Peggy Kern. I just thought I'd share a memory of Marlena, and I hope I'm remembering this correctly. (laughs) But uh, it has stuck with me for several years. Um, We were on a mailing list together, just kind of a chat list, and uh, somehow the subject of uh, blind bloopers or abapita moments, whatever you want to call them, came up. And the thing I remember, and I'm pretty sure it was Marlena who shared it, and I just laughed about it. Um, She was talking about how one day she jumped up and was getting ready for work, running late, and, you know, was had to go to her aerobics class first, so she grabbed her gym bag and reached into the fridge and grabbed a V8, threw it in her gym bag, went off to her, you know, gym workout or whatever, and then dashed back to wherever she was working for a meeting and dashed into the room and pulled out her V8 juice and said, I hope you don't mind, you know, sorry I'm late. I hope you don't mind that I'm going to, you know, drink this during the meeting. And the room got dead silent. I mean, just dead silent. And, you know, it's like, what? what she said, what's wrong? I always drink this, you know, have this to drink every morning. And just still silence. And finally, a sighted person said, Marlena, do you know what you have? And she said, yeah, it's a V8 juice. And no, it was a can of beer. <laughs> So I always remember that and, you know, just how she told that on herself and just uh, what a fun, warm-hearted person she was in, in our few interactions. I didn't know her well, but I I remember really enjoying her posts and uh, her internet presence. And now here's a tribute from my successor as director of ACB Radio, Dave Williams. My initial despair on discovering that our friend, mentor and advocate Marlena Lieberg had logged out for the very last time is gradually being replaced by a profound sense of gratitude for a life well lived. As a strong advocate on blindness issues, Marlena campaigned tirelessly for accessible currency, greater access to TV and electronic devices, and of course Braille. Marlena's voice was heard in mainstream media and in Washington, D.C., where she championed the rights of blind and other disabled people. Marlena made it her business to lobby those in power. Famously, as a teenager, she wrote to President Kennedy about being excluded from physical education. Marlena's school was directed not to discriminate because of her blindness, and subsequently she attended gym with her classmates. As a trainer, Marlena supported many getting started with the latest assistive technology, yet she kept a childlike sense of awe for the beauty of old-fashioned gadgets like antique clocks and ham radio. Marlena's passion for her many guide dogs spanning 50 years is well documented. She said, 
I think of my guide dogs as a magic carpet to freedom of movement. With my guide, I'll go just about anywhere and do so with confidence. And she did. Marlena savoured much life has to offer. She appreciated the taste of a fine wine or a refreshing beer. When Marlena heard instant coffee was in my shopping basket, she made it her mission to educate my palate. And it was Marlena who opened my mind to the wonders of ocean cruising. Marlena was a passionate sports fan, as well as cheering for the Seattle Mariners and Seahawks. She looked forward every four years to the Olympic Games. But Marlena herself was a great team player, with her husband Gary, with her many guide dogs, with her colleagues and with the American Council of the Blind, the advocacy organisation to which Marlena would dedicate her life. It was through ACB that we first met in 2003. During my stint as ACB Radio Director, Marlena became my guide and mentor. In his book, On Air Online, Jonathan Mosen wrote, Marlena embraced ACB Radio with gusto and was passionate about it. She and her husband Gary invested a lot of their own money in equipment that allowed her to produce programming of a very high technical standard. And her natural outgoing communication style made her an instant hit with listeners. During my time at ACB Radio, Marlena's charisma would attract big-name guests and sponsorship that helped ACB Radio's profile no end. I think I speak for everyone involved with ACB Radio at that time when I say that we felt so lucky to have Marlena on our side. Marlena was also willing to share her experience and wisdom enabling me to chart a course through the sometimes stormy political waters of the ACB. Marlena was a supportive and trusted friend, always ready with a hug and an encouraging word. Marlena would take kids under her wing and teach them how to fly. Marlena's determination, generosity of spirit and boundless enthusiasm often in the face of poor health, made her a truly remarkable person to be around. Marlena was always rushing off somewhere, taking a friend to dinner, learning something new, or laughing at life's little absurdities. But more than a decade after we'd finished working together, she still found time to write to me and ask after my wife, son and sister by name. In one email, Marlena wrote, I had five good years of health and now I'm having heart and lung crap. It won't stop me. And she was unstoppable. Marlena's memory will live on through the thousands of hearts she touched. Marlena lived an inclusive life before inclusion became a thing. 
Marlena surrounded herself with a wide mix of friends and colleagues, young and old, rich and poor, from every conceivable walk of life. She celebrated diversity, challenged prejudice, loved to travel and meet new people. Marlena, in the words of one of your heroes, Ronnie Millsap, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. This email is from Penny Reader, who writes, Dear Jonathan, thank you so much for honouring Marlena on the blind side. She would love your tribute, as do so many of us who loved her. Marlena's death is such a loss to the blindness community, and, of course, for all of us who knew and loved her, whether or not we were blind. I met Marlena shortly after I came to work for ACB in the late 1990s. I was drawn to Marlena by her upbeat demeanour, her zest for living and her kindness immediately, and I knew that with people like Marlena involved in the work we were all doing together on behalf of ACB, I had found the job that was right for me. Over the years we stayed in touch, sometimes often, sometimes now and then, but every time we connected we enjoyed one another's company. Marlena was passionate about guide dogs and contributed so much enthusiasm and hard work on the national level, as well as locally, to the guide dog community. Who else would have one guide dog as her email address? I think we should retire that address in the same way we retire the jerseys of famous sports heroes. All of us will miss Marlena. All of us who loved her radio presence. All of us who called her up when we couldn't remember a braille note hotkey. All of us who shared a drink or a book or a book review or a joke, or just a friendly hello. Rest in peace, our dear friend Marlena. We will be missing you forever. Hey, Jonathan. It's Doug Oliver. I wanted to pass along my condolences to Marlena and her family. Marlena has been a very, very wonderful person. Um, I've listened to her on ACB Radio Interactive quite a bit, and I really loved her show. As a listener... She always had this really understanding sound about her voice and just was very understanding to people, you know, and I just loved her show. I mean, I've made a request from time to time on her show, and it's been great. Dave Allen gives us a chance to recall another part of Marlena's life and interests her ham radio enthusiasm as he celebrates our delightful K7 NLH. He writes, according to W7MD.net, K7NLH was a general. To me, as a frequent listener, she was always superb. Hey, Jonathan, it's Ray Campbell here. Um, thank you for giving us an opportunity to share in tribute to a very special, wonderful person, that being uh, Marlena Lieberg. Um, many uh, memories, certainly, that I could share of uh, Marlena. I knew her mainly through uh, ACB, although... I have to say she was one of the people that kind of got me interested in access technology a little bit. Uh, just a couple of things. Um, one of my favorite shows of all time at ACB Radio was the Marlena Show. And um, I always liked that show because the people that Marlena, whoever, whether they were callers or people that she interviewed or whatever, she made you feel special. She made you feel like you were the most important person that she needed to talk to. And 
that was really cool. I, I can remember, you know, you, you called into the show and, you know, she asked how you were and she genuinely wanted to know, you know, what was going on, how things were going and, and stuff, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you'd be on hold or waiting, trying to get in and they'd be like, okay, Marlena, hang up so I can call in, you know, <laughs> and, um, and stuff. But that's just how, who she was. I mean, she cared about people in a way that I don't think I've ever met too many other people that, cared about people the way she did. Um, and then the other thing that was kind of cool was after each call, she'd always have a good word to say about the, the person that had just called in or the that. So I can remember one time when I'd called in about something, some topic or whatever, and she said, next time you got to let Karen call in. So that was kind of cool. Um, the other thing that I want to share with people is that uh, – I may never have become ACB's first male secretary if it weren't for Marlena. Um, in 2013, when I started to think about running for office, uh, I actually had another office in mind, and uh, but wanted to talk with some of the officers serving at the time to get their thoughts and advice on what I should do. You know, I and. Uh, so I talked to several of the officers and got around to Marlena. And she said, you know, I really hope that you will consider running for secretary. And, you know, told me that she thought I would be very good at that. There had been a couple times during her tenure that she could not make board meetings. And she asked that I take minutes for her, which I did. When uh, I finally made the decision of what I was going to do, which course it was run for secretary uh she was the first person i told and uh she was just very excited and very happy she said she said oh i've been praying and praying and praying that you would do that so she uh got her wish so marlena rest in peace after a life well lived i love you i'm gonna miss you but uh set them straight up there in heaven will you Here's an email from Danette Dixon, who says, I have had the pleasure of working under Marlena for the past years, and I will say I have learned tons. She was an amazing speaker, advocate, and a very special mentor. Best of all, I considered her a close friend, someone who would be honest and straightforward, which I love this part about Marlena. Marlena will always be in my heart, and I will hang on to and cherish all of my fond memories of her. Until we see her again, love you a lot, Marlena Lieberg. Rest in peace, dear friend. Danette Dixon and Mr. Mayor. This email is from Myra Brodsky, and she says, I met Marlena at a convention and had admired her ability to entertain and MC at the national conventions. I finally met her in the Reno convention when I stopped by the ACB table to buy a cane. Marlena was my sales lady selling me a very thin cane as I only needed it when I was not using my guide dog. In the course of this transaction, we discovered we had a lot in common and we exchanged phone numbers. I was so saddened to learn of this sad news and the world has lost a wonderful, beautiful person. Hi there, Jonathan. This is Keith Hinton here calling into the blind side on this special edition of the commemoration of... Marlena Lieberg. I never knew Marlena personally, but I knew her, well, 
virtually, I guess, through some ACB radio uh, technology presentations when she was uh, uh, talking with Doug Joffrey about the window eyes and things like that, I believe. So I kind of knew her that way. Uh, I'm sorry to read this week that she passed away also. Uh, that's just uh, quite a loss for sure. Timothy Appleby writes, Hi Jonathan, I have on occasion listened to Marlena's show and participated in several call-in segments while she had a show on ACB Radio Mainstream. I found that she was a down-to-earth person. She was particularly fond of making points that are of general knowledge, especially when it comes to the blind community. I loved talking to her. I sometimes wished I'd had the chance to meet her in the future, but I knew I wouldn't be able to meet her due to the fact I didn't have the proper papers or money to go to any of those ACB conventions that she had attended. May she RIP. My thanks to everyone who's taken the time to share their memories of this extraordinary, wonderful individual, Marlena Lieberg. It seems appropriate as we end this tribute podcast to Marlena to let her have the last word. You've been listening to Blindspot on ACB Radio. Thanks to our technical people, Chris Bell for making the music happen, and Jonathan Mosen for making the program possible. If you have any ideas for something you might like to hear on Blindspot, drop me an email. It's Marlena, M-A-R-L-A-I-N-A, at acbradio.org.